Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, guys. Busy day over here. But we have a lot of stories to get to, including like some updates for my episode this week. Oh, I have some immediate updates. Ted Healy updates. Yes. Okay. The most shocking one of all, that guy, Broccoli, He his family did invent broccoli. Wait, they did, <laughs> no, they did, they did not invent broccoli. Whatever. Yeah. They invented it. It's like a hybrid vegetable. Desi, stop it. I'm not kidding. They invented I had broccoli. Someone on Facebook posted something about it. And I had a friend of mine text me after she was listening. She was like, I'm listening to the episode right now. He did invent broccoli or his family invented broccoli. I am shaken to my core right now. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I didn't even look into it. So when I read that, uh, that he his family had a broccoli farm. I was just like, oh, come on. I like, am <laughs> literally... Okay, we just... This is like a lot right now. This is like, I just want you to know that what's happening right now in the Fisher-Sexton household, my mind was just blown, first of all, from the broccoli revelation. <laughs> the second insane thing that just happened is Brendan just walked through the door with a box of my favorite donuts, which are Danny Trejo's donuts. Yeah, they're the best donuts. Uh, because Desi and I were freaking out because they have a new donut on the menu, the Samoa <laughs> Girl Scout cookie donut. We don't know if it's in the box because we got a mixed assorted, but we're praying. Well, I don't know. Oh. What's that? That's not it. Oh, that's a Girl Scout one. No, I don't want that one. one. I don't want the Thin Mint one. Okay, oh wait, God. pause, pause. And we're back. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we, we just wolfed down like eight donuts. I can't how? believe how fast we ate those <laughs> and how, like, the piggy noises we were both making eating them. I didn't even breathe for three minutes. <laughs> I didn't either. And I'm, like, about to go into, like, some kind of, like... Sugar coma? Sugar coma. And there is literally icing all over my laptop right now because I'm a little fucking pig. Yeah. We'll get to those donuts later in our yeah. food section. We're going to talk about them later. So... I don't really have a ton to report on the broccoli. First of all, someone corrected me. They're like, I think they pro- they pronounced their name Bracola or something like that, uh, which I, I guess probably you great don't want to Great accent, be- Desi. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. <laughs> Bracola. First of all. <laughs> broccoli gabagool. <laughs> uh, I, <clears throat> we thought it was like just a farm they had. I mean, I'm sure they had a farm. Look, I honestly tried to pull up the article, but I guess I reached my max LA Times article. Dude, it was the article was literally so like cubby, broccoli cub or something. <laughs> it had some kind of James Bond twist, but it was basically so basically broccoli is like a hybrid between um like a rapini or yeah. something and yeah. cauliflower. Oh. And their family supposedly did that combo. And then there was a farm on Long Island that grew broccoli that he was like, his family then had this farm and yeah. that's sort of where he got his initial money. So yeah, there was a broccoli connection. Amazing. I just dismissed it thinking, Desi, you're going to look like an idiot if you're like, and his family invented broccoli. <laughs> so for once I like over idioted myself into doing the wrong information but yeah, proud of you. I just thought like for sure there was no way that was true. I mean, I wouldn't have believed it either. Yeah, what an amazing fun fact. Yeah, so yeah. Would you now, know what year it was invented? Broccoli. 
I don't have that information. Okay, well, but we'll it's not that research. it's not it's it's it was older. Like it's been around a while. It's not like it just happened. No, in the but 50s. I mean like eighteen yeah. hundreds. I don't know if it that's was that old. I bet it was like the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little fun fact. And then someone sent me. They had found this book called The Show Won't Go On, The Most Shocking, Bizarre, Historic Deaths of Performers on Stage by Abraham and Kearns that came out in 2019. And then they also had read a book called The Comedian's Drunks, Thieves, Scoundrels in the History of American Comedy. So they had some stories about Ted Healy from these two books. Now, if you remember from the episode, I said that in his early days, he was in a performance of a diving kind of stage show yes. with like a diving woman. And I mentioned that there was an accident that led to the end of that show. Yes. This guy had the information about the accident that was in this book. Oh. So apparently the woman was named Gladys Kelly. She fell from a 30 foot high platform where she was diving from and she missed the tank when uh-huh. she fell. So she didn't even fall in the water. She like literally fell on, on the head. ground, yeah. She broke her neck and then she died several days later. Awful. So that's a pretty... We kind of speculated that it had to be pretty horrific for them right. to end the show. And uh, you don't get more horrific than that. Now, in the second book I mentioned that he he said that he had a ton of stories about Ted Healy. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of them, but he is just a wild man. Uh, so if you want to hear more stories about comedians of that era and about Ted Healy, you can check out that book. But one story he mentioned was that in 1927, George accidentally spilled a tomato cocktail on his mistress, Mary Warbutin. I think I mentioned her uh, in the show. I mean, I did. And he... When she got that spilled on her, um, her, she said, well, I guess you can call me Bloody Mary. And supposedly that's the invention of the Bloody Mary. No, it like, is that's not. That's how that cocktail got no, the name. No, it is not. Why don't you believe it? What about the broccoli? You should have to believe stupid I, things. <laughs> because I can't believe that there's two weird things like that in one story. I'm just saying. It's just weird. It is weird. But it had to get invented somehow. I guess you're right. right. Uh, so that's the thing. And supposedly that story was spread by Walter Winchell, the famous gossip columnist, and it just sort of went from there. So yeah, that's that. Now I have stories. So let's get some of these heavier ones out of the way. The big sort of celebrity crime news uh, is that Harvey Weinstein was convicted of rape, like so that's great. He um, basically now is sort of unrepentant. He's in custody at Bellevue Hospital because he had chest pains and stuff like that. So he's kind of there waiting to be transferred to Rikers Island. Um, he is basically crying like a little bitch and saying that he's been falsely like convicted. He's innocent. Like He's not giving in an inch no. on this. He's a piece of shit. He apparently left the walker, by the way, which I long have predicted <laughs> was going to be like a Kaiser Soze moment right. where he was just using the walker to get sympathy. And apparently when he got taken in, he did not take the walker. Um, I think he's recovered from his chest pains, which was probably an anxiety attack because you're going into prison. Right. I mean, I don't know. Or I'll, No one's worried about him. So yeah, like he's convicted. Uh, and he faces up to 40 years in prison. Um, and that's great. If you don't like that, then what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a good, it's a kind of a feel good story, even though it's sad because women were uh, hurt by him. 
Uh, there's a little bit of an update with Lori Vallow. I can't wait to to get more into this case. Like, I can't wait for a trial or something yeah, to happen. Yeah. Uh, our friends over at Web Crawlers did a really good episode mm-hmm. on the story this week. So if you want to hear it all in one place, you should go check that out. Um, basically, she had like um, a hearing this week. Um, like we, we talked last week that she had the warrant issued for her arrest and she was finally arrested in Kauai, right? Was that where she was? Um, she has a hearing this week. Um, she wants to go back to Idaho to defend herself. Um, she, she doesn't like, I guess she could have had an extradition hearing, but she kind of waived her right to that extradition hearing and will be going straight to Idaho to be kind of facing whatever is coming her way. Um, she was seeking a bail reduction. Um, obviously she wants to be declared that she's not a flight risk, but I don't see how she would ever get that. Cause she seems like the definition of a flight risk. They kind of tried to make the case that like, well, she was in Kauai because that's one of her primary residences. It's like, no, she's trying to escape responsibility for whatever fucking happened here. But there's no news on the kids um, at all. They still don't know where they are. No. So basically she's going back to Idaho. Her husband, Chad, was not at the hearing. So we haven't seen this fucking guy. Wait, but not the husband that she allegedly disappeared. There's two husbands. No. Didn't she like disappear somehow? Yeah, the husband who disappeared is not, was also not a hearing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, her husbands are dead. Her husbands are dead. But Chad, not Chad. Her Chad is husband. her new husband, okay. like the Mormon, like end times guy. Yeah. He was at, he didn't make an appearance there. So. He's over it. I don't know what his deal is, uh, but yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see what happens there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This headline spoke to me, and I'm pretty sure you probably would feel the same way. The headline was, Hot Pockets heiress gets five months in prison for her role in the college admission scandal. I have never wanted to be something more in my life. Than a Hot Pockets heiress? (laughs) I didn't even know that such a thing existed. I I love hearing about heirs and heiresses from totally unsexy companies. Yes. Yeah. You know, it would be like Papa John's daughter, right? Like the Papa John heiress, <laughs> right? Like you want to be like, oh, I'm a shipping heir. Yeah, that's like that sounds really fancy. But like when you're a hot, po- like you, if you're gonna be a hot pockets, hot pocket heiress, <laughs> you got to be a little trashy. I just loved it, and like so, she's involved in this case. Just another one of our, uh, probably the biggest celebrity involved in this case. Just to kidding. Me, she's the biggest. To celebrity. me, she is now. Her name is Michelle uh, John Vez. Her John name is, Vaz. Her name is Michelle Hot Paquet. Hot Paquet? That's, that's French for that's, Hot Pocket. That's, that's a French name. <laughs> um, her father and uncle invented Hot Pockets, um, and then they eventually sold their company and got like a shit ton of money. Have you eaten a Hot Pocket? 
You know what? I don't think I've ever eaten a hot to- a hot pocket. I know the theme song. I know <laughs> a lot about them. I fucking love the theme song. What are you gonna pick? Hot pockets. Yeah, I mean it's it's an icon <laughs> of that period. And now new lean pockets. Oh, see if I'm gonna do it, I'm getting a hot pocket. But in the '90s, everyone was fat free, so they had lean pockets. Lean pockets. Did yeah. it have the same song? But yeah. it was just like lean was added. <laughs> No, it was this. It was they shoved it into the regular commercial. Okay. It went. What are you gonna pick? Hot pockets, and now new lean pockets. Okay, for your mom, uh, <laughs> for your fat mom. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, the the '90s was very fat free. That was their whole was thing. Free. It was fat free. So she um, is obviously very apologetic about her role in the college scandal. She made a statement that she's very sorry. She tried to create an unfair unfair advantage for her children. So yeah, there's not much information there except for the amazing news that there's such thing as a Hot Pocket heiress. <laughs> that's worth talking about. So yeah, that's that. And then I think I read, but I didn't put this in my story queue, that that trial is starting with Lori Laughlin, who is completely unrepentant, by the way. She's, she's like, going to trial. She's like, I didn't do it. The other celebrity crime news story that was pretty big this week was the return of Max Landis. Did you see this story? Is he like he's hosting, an idiot? Well, <laughs> I know that, but is he like hosting like a workshop or something? Okay, so we talked about him in our episode with him and his dad. Uh, so just if you need a little recap, um, about a year ago. Eight women came forward accusing Max of emotional, physical, and sexual abuse, like various ways of doing it. He kind of just was an all-around piece of shit. He kind of disappeared after that, but he's making a comeback and calling himself a holistic creative coach. He put up an Instagram page, which I actually tried to uh, go on, but it's private because I think he got a lot of attention. I think this might have broke yesterday. So he launched a new business called Glass Planet Consulting that is described as being a holistic creative coaching and consulting resource for screenwriters living and working in LA. Basically, he's going to look at your script and give you notes kind of thing. I hate this. Yeah. So he makes a post yesterday on the account. Um, Scott Derrickson, who directed Dr. Strange, noticed it and pretty much tweeted about this thing. And that's sort of how the news broke. He tweeted out a screen grab of the Instagram page with the caption, if you're looking for a script consultant who is a disgraced hack writer and sociopathic sexual predator rapist, Max Landis is back online and open for Instagram business. Wait, Max didn't describe himself that way? <laughs> no, this is the director, Scott Derrickson, okay, who I, noticed this. Yeah, Because I thought that Max was doing that thing where it's like, see, I'm in on it. I'm a bad guy. Oh, I mean, I could kind of picture it. I could picture that yeah. too. No, he did not... Uh, tweet that out. But that's for the guy who broke the story or whatever. So he also noted, Scott Derrickson noted that the launch date for Landis's company was March 8th, which happens to be International Women's Day. What a guy, he said. Now, after tweeting that, Max has now changed the launch date to March 10th. So clearly it wasn't intentional or or he didn't want to make a big deal about it. I don't even know when International Women's Day is. I don't either. Uh, so I feel I, like I wasn't aware of it until like three years ago. I don't even know. I don't celebrate any international days. <laughs> Unless it's International Donut Day. Well, clearly we just celebrated that regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so after... 
people started dunking on him, Max took to his personal Instagram page and uploaded a story. In the story, he said, I'm getting a lot of questions today if harassment will not make me do my creative coaching thing. But the truth is, no, of course not. Nothing is going to stop me from taking this next chapter in my life and trying to turn it into something proactive and positive. Who's going to take this class? I don't know. Who is this for? I honestly, yeah, I have no idea. People who like want a connection to Hollywood and feel like this is their opportunity, even though he's disgraced. People who are literally fresh off the tomato truck, who just arrived in LA, who have stars in their eyes, who don't even really know about the story. Absolutely. I think that's right. That's who this is for. Uh, he went on to say, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think I was ready. And I think I'm ready. I think I can help people. So yeah, I mean, I disagree. (laughs) It's not really his decision if we're ready for him to make a comeback, is it? (laughs) I mean, in my opinion. Right. And I feel like we can do fine without his notes on our script. There's lots of people out there who can help you. For cheaper, probably. Yeah. So he's uh, he went on in his Instagram stories to say, we're opening March 10th. You can book me through here, through the DMs. Your first session will be a donation and your choice donation to an eco-charity. Eco-charity. <laughs> Rachel. So he's such a good guy, does he? Wow. So it's kind of like a sliding scale. And then he went on to say that your second session will be scaled to your budget, uh, which could be like 15 bucks an hour. So we're going to have a wild ride, he said. Uh, I think he should have a wild ride to like being arrested and facing <laughs> facing some consequences for his for his fucking actions. How about that wild ride, Max Landis? Mr. Toad's wild ride. Yeah. So... That's that. We'll we'll keep you posted on this fucking idiot's uh, go- comings and goings. Okay. Uh, I'm curious. I bet you some people are going to pay for it just to see what happens. Like someone from Vice is going to go. Yeah. Oh, this is a story that was shared on our Facebook page like six times because I feel like people don't see it and then they repost. Is it the potato story? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did Wait, you was that see the one with the potato story? Oh, fuck. Story? I, I should have put that in with putting them up your anus. <laughs> Is that the one? Was it anus or puss? No, it was anus because <laughs> it was uh, to cure hemorrhoids or not cure it, but treat hemorrhoids. You put, <laughs> you got to put the frozen potatoes in your anus. I don't know why potatoes. Why? That seems like that's, they have to be fingerling potatoes, right? Well, of course. Like small. Finger. No, no one's putting a russet potato. First of all. Who's buying frozen potatoes? Please get your life together. <laughs> Those you know sound what? awful. People buy frozen potatoes. Oh, wait a second. I'm going to take that back. Yeah, Desi. Uh, because the I did. Fuck? Someone at Trader Joe's told me that I should try these frozen breakfast potatoes. I didn't uh, try them yet. You know what I'm kind of like interested in and trying is frozen hash browns because that way you don't have to do the prep work yourself. The shredding. Um, uh, so I actually briefly read the headline of that article. I didn't put it in my list, but I believe what happened was people were putting frozen potatoes in their anus to help hemorrhoids from swelling. That's such a specific thing. Also, that seems quite dangerous. Like I'm not a doctor and I get that frozen will help your swelling, but wouldn't a little potato go right up your ass? (laughs) Like how would you get it out? Would you have to shit it out? Like, So I'm assuming these are like home fry size. I'm thinking in my head, and this is based on the picture that was accompanying the article, which could have nothing to do with what people were actually shoving in their ass. 
They looked like little new potatoes that had been peeled. So they were white balls. But frozen. But frozen. So little beads. Like an, a huge anal bead. Like a an huge inch anal long, bead. Right. Like an inch long or inch, two inch circumference, little Ooh, boiled. Good word. Thank you. Little boiled. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel's very easily impressed with any vocabulary. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I'm imagining. I didn't read further. We'll give you an update next week for these people who all like went we to the ER. We should do some digging into this. Um, I'm sorry. I totally missed that story. I should have clearly added it. No. The story that I'm talking about is the he- the headline is, Woman Accused of Leaving Boyfriend Locked in Suitcase Until He Died. Did you see this? Why do people think this is like a funny story? I don't know. This is horrific. It sounds horrible. But like, like people, I saw some. It's not. I saw someone posted on another true crime podcast. Where they're like, Facebook "Oh, he gets page. what he deserves." No, that's not. Yeah, no. or something like that. Don't be fucking sociopathic. Like, I think it's because people think anything that happens in Florida is funny. Is that why people posted it? I was like pretty disturbed by that. It's story. a disturbing story. Uh, but yeah, I think it happened in Florida. So people were like, oh, Florida. And it's like, no, we're also disgusting. Like, we're awful. <laughs> we commit awful crimes as well, not just funny ones. Like, right. it's like, we, we do it all in Florida. Also, so, to me, it can't, the thing about Florida crimes is it's like a genre of crimes. It's not like just because it happened in Florida, it makes it a Florida crime. Yeah. It has to be like woman guzzling. Uh, barbecue sauce in a Walmart took a dump in the toy aisle. That's a Florida crime. Right. Yeah. So basically, he, I mean, I feel like this is kind of, I misinterpreted initially what people were talking about here because I didn't really read the story. But basically, she zipped him in the, a suitcase. Like it started off as a drunken drinking game or something. Like oh. she's like, can you fit in the suitcase? When I was seeing people talking, like I saw some comments where people were like, that's what happens when you cheat or something like, so I was like, why would he have gone in? Like, how did she get him in the suitcase? Like, but he willingly went in apparently as part of this, like thing they were doing when they were drunk, like get in the suitcase and see if I can fit. Then she lo- like zipped it up And basically uh, went upstairs to bed and awoke the next morning to find him still inside and unresponsive. I got to say, Desi, cheating is not good, but murder is absolutely worse than cheating. You know what? That's a hot take. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is an insane, this is an insane story, like. Like, I didn't see people making those kinds of comments on our page. I saw it on a different podcast page that someone had posted the story. And I was like, are we like, are people actually like cheering for this woman? Like, that's like wild. Yeah. Now, the police then found evidence on her phone making it seem like she was not as innocently, uh, this was not as innocent as she kind of proclaimed it was initially. Like... She she actually was like, we were drunk. We did this. It was stupid. I passed on the thing and woke up and found him dead. They found uh, evidence on her phone where she's saying, yeah, that's what you do when you choke me. So she's cla- like on the thing, uh, she's kind of claiming that she did this to him because he choked her. And that's what I feel like when you cheat on me. So she did have some anger issues and probably did this intentionally. And he was possibly abusing her. I don't know. He said, she, she said, said, choke me, 
But yeah, so who knows? I mean, maybe there's more to this story than is initially here. But it it definitely seems like she intentionally murdered this guy. Uh, If he was abusing her, obviously that would be relevant information to what she did to him. But But it's not out yet. But also none of this story is funny. It's like really horrific. Yes. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Here's the other, we'll end on sort of a more weird one. And this is another one people posted online a lot. And that is that um, Dunkin' Donuts is coming out with something called Snack and Bacon. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically just bacon in a bag. It's bacon in like a fry sleeve. Like, yeah. So it's like, looks like strips of bacon in like a little baggy, like 
that you would get your fries in, like a small fries? It's too late, you guys. 2012, 2011, whenever people were like obsessed with bacon on the internet, you guys missed the boat. I will say it does sound kind of good because it has brown sugar and black pepper on it. Oh, so that's like the difference. It's not just straight up bacon. It has like a little bit of a thing on it, like a little... I mean, candied bacon, that is like a thing, you know? But I would say it takes the um, low-carb aspect away. Because you put sugar on it. Yeah, so I feel like that's a good thing if you're like low-carb and you're like, I just want a fucking bag of bacon... But the, you can't have sugar on it. Exactly. So they should eliminate the sugar. They should have a sugar option and a non-sugar option. Yeah. Because if you're like hungry and you're on keto and what's open? Dunkin' Donuts. Absolutely. You guys, get it together. But people do recognize that we like to eat. They send us any foods that are stories that are relevant Those to are us. All the food, yeah. food, food news is always relevant to my interests, guys. Right. Okay. So let's go on to recommendations. Got any recommendations? Yes. Oh, okay. I watched the Child's Play reboot this week. Oh. The one that came out last year starring Aubrey Plaza and some child actor who was excellent. It's really funny. Okay. I recommend it. I mean, it was fun. Like, I had a fun time watching it. Like, even Brendan liked it. And he is like... It's like sometimes like he, look, I make him watch a lot of horror movies. He yeah. liked, he liked this one. It got his stamp of approval. Okay. And you know what? It got the James Fritz stamp of approval too. Oh. I was nervous. I yeah. asked him. I was like. I think I saw that actually. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Um, what else did I watch this week? I don't know. A bunch of crap. Oh. You watched Love is Blind. I watched Love is Blind. I binged Love is Blind in two days. The first episode, I was like, is this what the entire show is going to be like? Why is everyone freaking out about the show? But somehow I became compelled by these characters. Like, they did change locations okay. in the show, which I was grateful for. I was like, are they just going to be in the pods the entire time? They're not. The premise of Love is Blind is that it's like, I don't know, it starts out uh, like f- 10 guys and 10 girls, I think, I guess, and they're like relegated to like different rooms in this weird like underground bunker where they live or where they're like filming. I mean, it's like, I don't know the 90 day gaze, like they've done like recaps of it for their Patreon and they released two episodes to the public this week. And they were like, yeah, it's like some weird underground warehouse in like Van Nuys or something probably like that's the situation. But like basically like the premise of the show is like, it's like speed dating, but you don't see the person that you're talking to. So it's like, oh, you're supposed to fall in love with their personality. But it's not enough that you're just falling in love with someone. Like they expect you, like you have to propose marriage to someone if you want to see them. Oh, that seems, has this happened before? It sounds like no. a show that's vaguely happened this before. This is a new show. This is like, this is like The Bachelor on steroids. Okay. Anyway, there are some really, I'm just going to, since you haven't seen it yet, but I want you to see it, I'm just going to like give you guys like a quick rundown just of like the characters on the show that I don't like the most. Okay. The number one character I dislike the most on that show is Amber. Amber is uh, really into the fact that she was like a mechanic, like a tank mechanic. Like she's a military bitch and she... Um, is like very much like I'm not like the other girls. Like everything that comes out of her mouth is like, oh my God, usually it's just me and the guys doing this. Or like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm such a weirdo. I'm so weird. I'm so quirky. And it's like, you are not weird or quirky. You're like a very beautiful, 
whatever, brunette woman. Uh, there's nothing like weird or offbeat about you. Shut up. Like having friendships with women is fine. And like you, you're right. not any less of a person because you know how to get along with men or whatever. Like stop throwing women under the bus. She's just like that girl. It's just like, oh, yeah. ir- it's just like everything is like so, and I know I'm not alone in this. Like she's irritating. The other character I don't like is, um, I don't like this Giannina girl because she's really combative with everything she says is like combative. Okay. And I'll tell you why. There was this specific moment that, and I I want to, I'm dying to know if our listeners who watch the show like also felt this way, that it was fucking weird. There's this moment, like they all go to Mexico at one point to like get to know each other better Uh to the people they literally just got engaged to. And Giannina and I, Damien, yeah, Damien, her fiance, they're on this like boat in the middle of the ocean in Mexico. And he just says casually as an aside, he's like, oh, so nice to just escape from reality. And Giannina goes, what does that mean? What do you mean escape from reality? What kind of reality are you escaping from? Oh, God. Like she takes it so literally. And then he's like, you know, I'm just saying like we're on vacation. It's so nice. Like. Yeah, it's Not, it's a common thing to say. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But she's like, uh, I feel like you're hiding something from me. Like, what are you running from? Like, is there something, like, I need to know about? I mean, if we're going to, like, get married, like, you need to tell me what kind of reality that you're escaping from. And he's like, babe, I just mean, like, you know, that's, like, what you do on vacation. You, like, it's, like, an escape. That's, like, I just knew from that moment, I was like, you're awful and I would not be able to stand 10 minutes alone in a room with you without wanting to fucking tear my hair out. Yeah. I'm, I already hate them all. I can tell. Most of the, this girl, Jessica, she's awful too. Uh, like I said on Twitter, I just know that Barnett would Dutch oven you. He just has that vibe. And then my, and then I was later confirmed when his fiance said at one point that he farts on her. And I called it from day one. I was like, that guy farts on you. Ew. That's I call awful. I knew it from day one that Barnett is a farter. Gross. Okay. That's that's my love is blind notes. I would love to hear uh listeners of the pod go to our Facebook group and give me your opinions. Okay. Um, I did not watch this yet. I, I definitely want to, but it's a new documentary on Netflix that I feel like our listeners would possibly be interested in, although I've heard it's very heavy. And that is the documentary called Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Oh, yeah. So it's a child abuse case that's like really severe and awful. Yeah. So if you can't handle that kind of thing, it's definitely not for you. But uh, definitely something I'm going to check out at some point. Because I do feel like it's important to hear these stories and figure out the system that let them down. Yeah. Because this definitely had a lot of people were sort of in the know, but then it just nothing happened right. to help this kid, this kid. And it happened sort of north of L.A. in Palmdale. So, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's sort of the big new documentary on Netflix. So you can do that. And I'll probably try to watch it this week if I can. That's all I really have. Uh should we get into the food? Let's get into the food. First Wait, of all, should we do reply guy of the week? Oh yeah. Cause you said your reply. I guy do have a reply okay. guy. This irritated me because it seemed really pointless. <laughs> I mean, they, they all you are. A lot of, the, 
sometimes it's the ones that aren't necessarily offensive. They're just pointless that send you over the edge that day. Well, I tweeted something very boring and nothing that should have anyone fighting me on it. I said, yesterday I tweeted, potato skins are the best appetizer. I saw that. (laughs) Okay. I think they're really fucking good and you never see them on the menu anymore. It's all the best parts of the baked potato on a thing you can lift up like a little canoe full of cheese and bacon, sour cream and scallions. They're so fucking good. (laughs) You only get them at like a TGI Friday's. But they're good appetizers. Like they should have more potato skins. I fucking love them. I don't want too them. much skins, though. I like. But they have a thin layer of potato I in need them. The potato. It has that. Uh, so I said that, uh, and some reply guy. A lot of people were like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen those on the menu." Yes, they're so '90s. Like all of this kind of stuff. Right. Everyone's like, "Yeah, potato skins are great." Even if they're not your favorite, I'm just being a little dramatic when I said that they're the best appetizer. If they're there, I'm gonna eat them. Some guy just replied to me, wrong. (laughs) Okay. Now I got irritated and also his name is like Joker guy, like, or something like that. So I quote tweeted him and I said, how dare you be that disrespectful (laughs) to me on my timeline? (laughs) And he like responded to me like, I'm just saying that they're fine, but they're not the best appetizer. Oh, God. It's like, you know what? Go on your own timeline and be like, fucking mozzarella sticks rule. If someone said mozzarella sticks are the best appetizer, I wouldn't say a fucking word, even though they're not my favorite appetizer. Right. I understand it's their timeline for them to put their opinions down. Especially, like... If it was you who tweeted that, we might like have some argument argument back and forth about it. We would get into it about it, but that's because you're my friend. Exactly. And I'm we willing to fight with a friend and it would be funny yes. to get hardcore about uh, something like that. Right. Uh, also, I would be shocked if you said mozzarella sticks. I mean, yeah. I guess not. I mean, it is melted cheese. They're fine. I'll They're eat fine. mozzarella. I'll literally eat every fucking appetizer. All In the fact, the grossest appetizer at every gross restaurant is usually what I want to order. I'm like, I'll get the spinach artichoke dip. <laughs> like all of those things. If I'm going to Applebee's, I'm not going to order a steak. I'm going to be like, I'll get some fucking appetizer platter. Uh, at least it's what? all fried and probably kind of good. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of the appetizer sampler. I like a, you know me, I love a poo-poo platter. I love an appetizer sampler. I want a little bit of each. I'm not going to TGI Friday's or Bennigan's or fucking Applebee's and getting gourmet food. I'm going to get fried food because right. that's your best option. And you're not going to get a salad. No. No. Unless got- it has something fried on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rumor. I didn't investigate this further yet, but I saw a tweet that said that Popeye's is doing a fried fish sandwich now. Ooh, did I tell you that a Popeye's opened by me? Ooh. Like literally right down the street. Oh my God. I noticed it when I was on the way home the last time we recorded. Oh my God. I got off the freeway. It used to be a KFC. Oh my God. And I drove past it and it's not open yet. I'm like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. You're in trouble. Because the only thing, there's a Popeye's kind of near me. And the only thing that stops me from going there is that they don't have a drive-thru. Because I'm like, I'm not parking and getting. And yeah, I want to sit in my car and get shame food. You're in food. so much trouble, Desi, because you're going to get home from here or whatever. I'm going to leave here, pull night. off the freeway, see that drive through, say in my head, love that chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> Go through the drive through. It's almost like it doesn't count if you don't get out of your car. Eat no. it in the car. Everything that happens in the car stays in the yeah, car. The yeah. car is Vegas. 
That's how it works. And the calories stay there too oh my in God. my head. So I know I'm in trouble. Hopefully Popeye's has early closing hours. That's my only hope. And maybe if they're like Chick-fil-A, they're closed on Sundays when we record. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, so that was my other bad bad oh news. Oh my God. Oh, that's, um, oh my God. I'm so jealous though at the yeah, same time. Yeah, at the same time, yeah. I do want that fried chicken sandwich and I want to put it on a biscuit. So let's launch into what we ate this week. I don't have too many exciting things because I was kind of low-key uh, being good. I have like a lot of juice. Oh, I told you. Oh, okay. This is exciting. Press Juicery has a take home thing now, a frozen treat. Okay. Frozen treat. It's a frozen treat. It's not ice cream because it's made with coconut milk. (laughs) (laughs) So it's vegan. If you're vegan, get this fucking frozen treat because I like it and I'm not even vegan. (laughs) For me to like something that's dairy, non-dairy, I'm, I'm telling you, it's I a know, big deal. It is a big deal. So it's really good. I got the chocolate one. It's made with coconut milk. It's delicious. Uh, so if you go to Press Juicery or have one near you, go try it. It's good. I don't think I have any other food things that I ate. I uh, have a food thing that I ate. I ripped the label off so that I could read it to you guys. Okay. Desi and I famously <laughs> think that the Italian sausage from Trader Joe's is the best Italian sausage. Oh, yeah. I found a dupe Ooh. for when you can't make it to Trader Joe's. Okay. Is, I got this at Whole Foods. Oh. It's called Make It Italian. Oh, it's called Tavaridi's Make It Italian. It has a picture of a little Italian boy from the, looks like the 50s or the 40s on it in black and white. And then it has the Italian flag underneath, and it says shit about the sausages. This is a spicy Italian pork sausage. Here's the label, Desi. This sausage is just as good as the Trader Joe's sausage. If not, maybe a little better. I don't know. I was very hungry when I got back from the gym last night. But it's the first time I found a sausage that's comparable to that one. Oh, okay. And I can't always make it to Trader Joe's because that Trader Joe's, the thing about Trader Joe's, it's great, but every time I'm there, I I want to I wanted just like end it. Okay. I fucking hate it when I'm at, so, you know what I mean? When you're at a Trader, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a fucking production. Yours is a particular nightmare. I, the Hollywood Trader Joe's, it's right where, like, I mean, the fucking, there's a walk of fame right outside. So there's all kinds of Also, the of parking action. is annoying. That parking lot is a nightmare. Yeah. Even if I take a lift there, which I do sometimes just so I don't have to go in that parking lot, getting the lift driver on the way back, like getting them to be able to pick you up because there's so much traffic, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So I go to the Whole Foods a lot because uh, it's easier, the one in West Hollywood. Anyway, I recommend this sausage. Okay. I was very impressed. Okay. I want to try it. It was fucking delicious. Yeah. So, oh, the other thing I want to say is that I am going to be posting, I finally fixed my, I got my food blog together. Yay. So I will be hopefully launching that. I mean, launching is a big word, but like I'll (laughs) have those available and some of you have asked for a chili recipe. So maybe we can post those. Uh, I'll get Rachel's. A celebrity post from Rachel. Uh, you'll get celebrity my chili, chili. recipe. Yeah, yeah, so you can post your chili recipe. So we'll post some of those up there. I made another uh, pot of chili this week. Okay, yum. So yeah, so that will be launching soon and I'll post Perfect. about it somewhere Perfect. or tell you when it's up next week. But yeah, I'm excited. So we'll see how it goes. It's not like, a, it's just for a side project. 
It's not like a money-making venture. It's just for fun. So I, there's no stress involved for me. <laughs> yeah. So if Desi missed a post, she's not... I don't care. She's not getting money for You're not for paying it. me. Yeah. <laughs> Donate to our Patreon. Yes. Yeah. So that's that. That's all I got. Um, I guess that's all I got too. Uh, I, I want to take a nap after those donuts. No edits on this episode today. Okay. We're not editing anything. This is like, this is raw, uncut. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to call the episode though. Okay. So I'm not listening back. Maybe donuts something. Donuts something? Yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 